0: Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming Chinese acquired market, brought to you by two experts of Chinese acquired industry, Zei King and Wen Li, from Shanghai and Beijing, introducing China to the world.
1: Monzo, how's it going? Did you have a nice weekend?
0: I'm good, I'm good. My parents were in town last week. We spent the weekend in Suzhou. The autumn time there is magical.
1: Now it is the harvest season of the famous Suzhou Yangchen Lake hairy crabs. Did you have a try?
0: Oh yes, they're very tasty and fresh. Yummy! Autumn is the best season for hairy crabs.
1: Autumn should have been the best season for racing in Wuhan too. But due to the COVID, Wuhan racing has been suspended since the opening race day on October 17 last year.
0: We heard some recent updates over there. Let's break it down in today's China News segment.
1: Every year, the racing ends around October in Yulong and the rest of the race courses in China because the weather will become very tough for racing in these areas. In Wuhan, the weather is still apt for racing until December.
0: Traditionally, Wuhan will start their autumn racing season in September and have the most important race day in October, which is Wuhan Racing Festival and the Championship of National Flat Racing. This race day is officially recognized and supported by Chinese Equation Association.
1: This year, 320 horses and more than 10 racing stables have arrived in Boqian Training Center since September. They have been informed that Wuhan Racecourse schools will restart the race day for the first time since last October. And some test runs have been organized recently in Boqian Training Center because most of the horses there need to readjust for the races.
0: The initial program is to have the opening racing on October 12, the Wuhan Racing Festival and Championship of National Flat Racing on November 26 and 27, then the third race day on December 10.
1: And this program is subject to further confirmation according to the local COVID prevention. We will keep you updated.
0: Yes, and I think our listeners must be very keen to know more about Boquan Training Centre that we keep bringing out in our conversation. It is an affiliated facility to Wuhan race course. You can go back to Season 1, Episode 14 to know more about the race course. But we will tell you more about Boquan Training Centre in today's China Club segment.
1: Boquan Training Centre has been built for 13 years now, it is located in Dongxi Lakes District of Wuhan, same district of the schools, not only because of the short distance of the two facilities, but also because of the benefit of dealing with the same policy and counterpart at the local government level.
0: The total surface of the master plan is approximately three point three square kilometers. The Phase 1 facilities were completed in 2009, which is composed of 20 stables with 400 boxes, 1,400-metre training sand track and necessary training facilities.
1: Every year, more than 20 racing stables from all over China will come here for the autumn racing season and training in winter. The facilities as well as experienced staff here in Boltrain Training Center are very much appreciated by these racing stables.
0: Hope the Wuhan racing will be back on track as planned.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Well, within Chinese acquired communities, some are passionate about horse racing, the others may be fans of Arabian horses. In our China Story segment, I talked to Mr. Xu Ran, Eric Shi. He is founder and owner of the dynasty Arabians. Let's figure out why he fell in love with Arabian horses and what he did in China. Hello, Eric. How
2: are you doing? I'm fine. Hi, Zoe. How are you?
0: i'm doing good i'm so glad to have you on our podcast today um i know eric you are a arabian horse lovers and uh, you organize a lot of events uh, activities in china in promoting and investing in uh, arabian horses can you tell our listeners how did you firstly get involved in the equine industry
2: first of all thank you for your invitation And uh, I'm very happy to share my stories with uh, you and uh, your audience. So uh, I got involved with equine industry only because of Arabian horses. Mm -hmm. Unlike many others who love horses because they love riding, I fell in love with Arabians at the first sight. So it was October 2016, and my wife and uh, I, were invited by a friend to attend the 50s U.S. National Arabian Horse Show. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I stepped into the show arena, I was totally amazed by the beauty of these so-called living art, the Arabian horses, and a crowd full of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. So I simply love the atmosphere. So since then, my life has been changed completely. And uh, I I just cannot live without Arabian horses for a single day.
0: Wow! How nice. So you 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 mentioned that you spent a couple of years in uh, in the States. So which part of the American equine industry impressed you the most?
2: mm mm-hmm. Well, first, uh, let me give you a glimpse from you know the Arabian side, uh, which I'm very familiar with. And number one, you know they have very talented professional staffs. Number two, they have a complete industrial chain. And number three, you know, that's everything is very commercialized. Mm -hmm. So these are their advantages. Second, you know, the states, they have the largest number of horse population with the most diversity in the world. For instance, you know, our Arabian horses Mm
0: -hmm.
2: uh, and, and the show horses, uh also we we do the endurance mm. uh, for example, the English thoroughbred race horses, Olympic sport horses, which is the warm blood, and Western cowboy quarter horses. well they they have a lot, so all above together, they have established a very rich and sound ecological chain of equine industry. and third, you know, I like watching various forms of equestrian shows, eventing, jumping races. Then you realize these activities are are so well organized and they plan really well in terms of location and dates. Mm -hmm. So this gives the public an easy access to experience and attend a horse show nearby. Then people get to know horses and learn about uh, horse cultures. This will bring more and more new people to the industry. So they, they have a lot of uh things that impressed me
0: yeah seems like uh they have a lot to offer and uh i think it is the ideal place ideal country for you to uh get involved in the industry and to make Easy. the first step Um, You you mentioned that you, um, the Arabian horses, when you, uh, the first time you saw them, uh, you fell in love uh, of their beauty, their uh, gestures. But why you want to make the Arabian horses as your business, as your uh, life uh, professions? Mm -hmm. Why Arabian horses are so important to you except Mm -hmm. for their beauties?
2: Okay, you know, when you fell in love, of course, that's the love. When something hits you at the first sight and touches your soul, you want to devote your life to it. And mm-hmm. once horses is in, in your blood, you truly can never walk away altogether forever. Mm. Second, uh, you know, I feel a strong sense of mission. From the first day I met Arabian horses, I also get to know many other important people such as, you know, major players in the industry, colleagues, friends, business partners, and people from China Horse Industry Association, from China Agriculture University. You know, these people along the way, they helped me so much to achieve my goals one by one. You know, the process continues to give me a strong sense of mission. I -hmm. carry on regardless of any difficulties so that's you know i feel strong for the arabian horses and, and they're extremely important now to my life
0: <laughs> well i can see and uh, eric you are based in uh yeah. Shenyang. uh yeah. but i i know you travel around china very often maybe less mm-hmm. because the covid but you travel around and uh, mm-hmm. you have your own stable you name it dynasty arabians could you please tell us a little bit uh, more about the business model of Dynamic mm-hmm. Arabians?
2: Okay. Well, uh, first, uh, you know, I shared view and woe with my clients. Unlike other breed horses, you know, where clients can make their investment back from winning the prize money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Arabian show horses owners simply need more enthusiasm. Uh, it is a small industry especially here in China. Its business model is not so clear. So most of horse owners are driven by enthusiasm and passion to keep them investing in this hobby. Therefore, as an industry leader uh, with a sense of mission, I have the responsibility to help my clients in obtaining spiritual pleasure, at the same time, obtain reasonable economic returns. Mm -hmm. So Dynasty Arabian, is the first Arabian stable here in China to utilize the technique, so-called embryo transfers. Traditionally, a produce only one foal in 11 months, right? Mm-hmm. It was really slow, making it extremely hard for, for the owners to make their money back, especially in those expensive horses. So now, by using the uh, embryo transfer technique, our mares can produce multiple folds in a year, probably up to five. Mm-hmm. This means we can generate a significant amount of revenue for us. This give us so much success in this business. Second, um, you know, my client have strong sense of participation in my business. And we discuss the operation with my farm and the management of horses, uh all uh, in the first couple of years after we moved back to china almost all stallions and broodmares we owned by ourselves mm-hmm. today two-thirds of the horse population at my farm are owned by my clients or co-owned between us mm-hmm. so this ratio is still growing mm-hmm. so i'm switching from you know so owned to be a co-owned or owned by clients model. And then last but not least, uh, we have clients who has low budget, but still need high quality horses. Mm -hmm. So we have created this new model to help them make their dreams come true. Therefore Mm -hmm. we united these clients and form a uh, partnership so that they put their money together to acquire one high quality, expensive horse. So we designed a three-year investment returning plan, which mm-hmm. give these partners a very high returns. Buying horses in partnerships, not only reducing you know clients' risk, but also increasing the level of quality of the horse. You know, so basically these are my core value and, and my business model.
0: Wow. Very Impressive and uh, very clear. Thank you so much, uh, Eric, to, uh, for sharing this with us. Um Thank I you. think you are really a true ambassador of uh, Arabian horses in China, and uh, we you. can feel you are passionate, visionary, knowledgeable, and innovative business owner, and the most importantly, a true host lover. Uh, I'm thrilled to talk to you today, and thank you for your sharing and insights.
2: Thank you for your support and invitation.
0: Thank you. Take care. See you, Eric. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.
1: It is impressive that Mr. Xu has done so much in promoting and investing in Arabian horses, a true ambassador of these beautiful creatures in China.
0: Agreed. And guys, if you are interested in exploring Arabian horses' business with China, you know who to reach out. You can write to us at contact at Depending on your projects and needs, we may put you into contact with the right person.
1: You can also introduce your equine project in our monthly webinar, China Host business Live, by becoming our business partner subscriber.
0: We just had the last one yesterday on November 7. The next one will be held on December 5. But please mind the winter time zone change. Anyway, it will be held from 3pm to 4pm Beijing time. Please contact us for more information.
1: Alright, that's all for today. We will see you again on next Tuesday.
0: See you. This podcast is co-hosted by Zoe King and Wen Li, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese acquired market and a bespoke equation community in China.